You're listening to the Incomparables Total Party Kill podcast in which a group of friends play Dungeons and Dragons on the internet for your amusement. This is episode number 243, posted June 2020. Follow me to great deals. Welcome back to Total Party Kill, the podcast where we play Adventures in Barovia, and I, Tony Sindelar, murder players or characters. It's really unclear, and I don't pay that close attention when I'm murdering people. That's right. It's time for more Dog and Pony Show. Uh, as you may remember on our previous adventure, uh, pre- our adventurers are stuck in the land of Barovia, but trying to make the best of things, uh, they have teamed up with... Uh, uh, I don't know the names of any characters off the top of my head. They have teamed up with Arena Kolyana to rescue her from unclear fate in the shadow of the Devil's Castle. Uh, they have traveled from the town of Barovia, Little Barovia, to the town of Velaki. Uh, strange things happened along the way. There was like a skeleton horse thing. What's up with that? Uh, <laughs> they rescued a small child from a weird kind of brainwashed man. I don't know. Like... <laughs> This adventure continues to pose questions without providing answers. (laughs) And they spent a night in Velaki without incident. Wait, that's not true. They met several weird people in a bar and then bats attacked them. uh, And and, uh, there was some weird man floating outside a window. There was broken glass. They probably have lost their deposit. And as they were heading down the stairs from the inn, ready for a breakfast, ready to explore what to do next here in the town of Velaki, some strange creature ran up to Broldish. This is a thing I remember that apparently none of the players remember. Uh, do you want to argue with me about that now? No. No, you do it. not. Um, which of the nine hells did this creature come from, and which will it drag Broldish down to? Probably the same one, for efficiency's sake. But before we answer your questions such as these, let's introduce our players. Uh, in order of most likely to die, let's start with Eric Ensign. I figured it would be me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am. I'm playing Brildish. I am a dwarven paladin. The fact that I'm a dwarf makes me think maybe being dragged away is not a thing that's uh, quite as likely to happen. But mm-hmm. time will tell. Yeah. Next, most likely to die. It's Aline Sims. Looking forward to it. Um, I'm Imra Soliana, Wood Elf Ranger, and her Mastiff companion, Androdite. Uh, next in line, it's Micah Sargent. Hi. Hello, I am Elavor, the half-elf druid. And when things don't go my way, I wild shape. Can't wild shape out all your problems, but you can Watch wild shape me. into new problems. <laughs> That's so far. <laughs> I can cause problems. Yeah. <laughs> also joining us, the ever-present Dan Morin. Oh, man, this is the farthest down I've ever been on the list of people most likely to die. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this I am is a weird game. <laughs> Crucible Warforged Cleric of Onatar, uh, whose optimism and curiosity has not yet been beaten out of him by the extremely disturbing surroundings <laughs> he's found himself in. And last but not least, uh, she's already suffering from a cold to get into character. It's Jane Ray. <laughs> Yeah, I can't be killed. Um, um, and I no, no, play... no, 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 no. Just least likely. Wait, no, just like the rhino virus, she yeah, cannot that, be killed. I, I, no, I cannot. Many have tried. Oh. <laughs> um, 
No, I am playing Lena Dulina, the human rogue. Who cannot be killed. Who cannot be killed. Cannot. Well, so she far. Hasn't oh, yet. So far. So far. Tony yeah. said it. He said yeah. it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, um. All right, uh, Broldish, some strange creature has run up to you. Multiple arms, multiple legs, teeth gnashing, tail Hold whipping. On. When did you Give say me that? a nature check. Or it's a, a tumbleweed. <laughs> to soothe. <laughs> All right. What, what is my nature? Oh, that's a minus one. So 16. This is a uh, the creature. The creature in front of you is a monkey. Um... With a 16? Okay. Jane, I did not time that. That's on you. Um, yeah. Uh, the creature in front of you is some kind of ape. Uh, Broldish, you think it's a monkey. You're not sure what type. Uh, the monkey chitters and hands you a card. What so it's not happening? attacking me. It's handing me a card. No, it's handing you a piece of, you know, This is card. another one of those monkey pamphleteers. I'm really tired of this. Oh, God, Wants us to guys. go see its band? <laughs> uh, I... We'll take the card. I when don't know you said can... that it had multiple arms and multiple legs, did you just mean that it has two arms and two legs? <laughs> I, I, I knew somebody was going to challenge me on that. I believe that what I said was valid. Um, okay. All right. Wow. Sure. Okay. Uh, cool. If it's if it's waving a card at me, I will I will take the card and see if that stops the chittering. All right. Uh, the monkey. Uh, you take the card. The monkey mm -hmm. waves at you and chitters and scampers off. I actually smile really and, noise, and wave way. at it, it really as it is. as it scampers away. I, okay. I kind of forget to look at the card because I'm so excited by the monkey. Wow. Elevore, did you get any of that? Um, I think it said something about walruses <laughs> and uh yeah, that's all I got really was walruses. The monkey may or may not I don't know, Elevore. The monkey may or may not be no native to the realms in which you know you you would be fluent. That's I uh, turn to uh, this Brolish, is probably a, a I turn to Lena dialect. and I say, "Is this common around here?" <laughs> Lena doesn't seem to. Mm. Hmm. Uh, no. Okay, I look at the card. Uh, the card says, uh, "Follow me to Great Deals at Blinsky's <laughs> House of Toys." <laughs> oh no! At, not the deal. Hold on, I'm sorry. At whose House of Toys? Blinsky's. Blinsky. Are, are they incredible deals? It just says great deals. Ah. <laughs> I, uh... I mean, I'm always up for a good deal. What, and these <laughs> ones are great. Do you recognize the name? Blinsky? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I feel like we don't need toys. <laughs> unless there's is, a... Is toy not like, uh, I mean... Okay, I haven't been here very long in Big Barovia, but yeah. it doesn't strike me as the kind of place where toys are a real big thing. So I kind of assumed that when it said toys, it meant like, you know, pokey, stabby weapons or something. No, most places that sell weapons are pretty, pretty clear on that point. Uh. Um, and they also don't typically have messenger monkeys. <laughs> That's I a new one. I want to. I want to go see the messenger monkey again. I am likewise <laughs> intrigued by the yes. delivery via monkey. That is. I gotta say, I'm also feeling unexpected. this monkey thing. I do think that our first order of business was going to go check in with the magistrate on the bizarre man who tried to murder a child. 
But the monkey. But the monkey. Which okay, which direction is the monkey heading? And does it look like it could be on the way to meeting yeah. the magistrate? Good. This is a good question. Um, hold on. This is this is a <laughs> Can we fall? This is an ethical conundrum. This is a real magistrate. prisoner's dilemma. Um <laughs> Where is Stalin? <laughs> We've been told that toys exist. We must go to them immediately. I just, it's so incongruous with what I have learned about I this just, place. You know, like I predict a lot of things and then still you guys do stuff and like, like part of my brain just like reacts like I've been stabbed. I think we what have was- literally just illustrated that. What is the, the meme with the McDonald's triangle? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Uh, uh, what was I, the name again, Tony? Blinsky. Blinsky. Blinsky's House of Toys. Blinsky's multi um, Let me, uh, let's see. I could probably tell you about some things on the map. Does this, right, does this tell helpful? us where the toys are? Would it? Right. I, I don't know. You told us about a toy store. <laughs> so, uh, they're, they're not labeled on the map. Well, they're labeled with, you know, numbers, right? Right. So, uh, major landmarks that you've seen. I'm reading them in the order they appear in the adventure and not the order that you care about them. You'll be okay. Uh, N1, so on the uh, western side of um, Velaki, the main landmark, is a church. Uh, You are staying at N2, which is the Blue Water Inn, which is right in the center of town. Lena, you would know that the uh, Burgermeister's Mansion is, is at N3. It's a big house on the southern kind of side of town, not too far from the inn. Um, I believe Blinsky's Toys is like basically right across the street from where you are. Um, yeah, N seven. So it's it's a the monkey is not doing uh, townwide uh, papering. Uh, so you would know that the Burgermeister's house is over at. Uh, well, yeah, you, you, everybody knows you don't trust a monkey to go more than like a block and a half. Mm, yeah, cannon, cannon. Um, <laughs> let's see. Do you want to know about any other landmarks? Uh, Town Square is at N8. So I, I guess, I don't, I don't know if you're headed to Town Square or to the Burgermeister's house, uh, but you know, you could stop by a toy shop on the way to either of those if you need to follow a monkey. <laughs> All right. If we want to stop at the toy store, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. fine. But I do insist that after that, we go check in with the Burgermeister about Bluto before he murders any additional children. He did not murder any children yet. He could have murdered one before we got there. We don't rightly know. That's true. That is a fair assessment. (laughs) I just I just want to find out how they trained that monkey so well. It was really remarkable. Impressive. Maybe it's somebody who's wild shaped. Yeah. Mm. The monkey is is kind of scampering around on the street in front of you, trying to hand in cards to various other people. The other citizens of Velaki seem less interested in monkey business. Wait, nobody else is taking the cards? No. (gasps) Hmm. The monkey spirits seem high, though. Elevore wants to to walk up to one of the people that the monkey tries to hand a card to. Mm-hmm. Um, and shame and, them for saddening sh- yeah. your monkey. What is your problem? Oh, no. Um, okay, so that's like a that's like a a monkey that's giving out cards. Why are you not, you know, interested in these very great deals for toys? I have What's no money on? for toys. Oh, right. 
uh, Elevore sort of slinks away. <laughs> um, the person kind of stares at you with hollow eyes as you slink away. Um, Malaki! Let, let me just tuck away my Electrum. The bats at night are big, <laughs> are big and fine. Deep in the heart deep of, in the heart of Malaki. <laughs> All right, people, let's keep it moving. We only got an hour. All right. Okay. Let's go to the toy store because yep, we have money. Store. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I uh, the monkey. Irina asks, uh, "Should I follow you, or should I stay here at the uh, at the inn? What do you think would be safer? I am concerned about the events of last night. Wait, We're going to a toy store, so you can come with us to the toy store. I think, uh, and so you do. You cross the street, walk a couple storefronts down, and are outside the toy store. Allow me to find the page about the toy store and read it to you. I totally just opened a book a section of the book that was about crips. That would have been funny." <laughs> So <laughs> I would have believed it in this place. Yeah. Barovia, mm-hmm. where even the toy stores are avatars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where even the toy stores are places to store the dead. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so there is a kind of a, a cramp shop. It's got like a little dark entrance. Uh, there's a wooden sign with a, uh, uh, it's the shape, the sign is shaped like a rocking horse and it's got kind of an ornate B engraved on both sides. Um, and through the kind of dirty glass, you can see a jumbled display of toys and hanging placards bearing the sign, Is No Fun, Is No Blinsky. Blinsky is spelled B-L-I-N-S-K-Y. Oh, I was so close. <laughs> is No Fun, Is No Blinsky. Well, that, that seems, sounds like it has much to recommend it. It seems to be the slogan of this toy store. Uh, well, Crucible will happily um, walk right in the door, presuming presuming there's a door that he there, can there is. It's, it's that kind of store, Dan. <laughs> does it have a bell? Does the door have a bell? Indeed, it does. Ding 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 ding. As you all <gasps> head in, so there are bells in Barovia. There are bells in Barovia. Is fun is Blinsky. Is Blinsky. <laughs> uh, there is kind of a, a short, wide man uh, behind the counter, and he comes out. He is uh, the monkey. Seems to be perched on his shoulder. Uh, let me. I think I have an image of Blinsky I can share with you. Is this going to be one of those times that you share a portrait and it's weirdly horrifying? Uh, we're playing <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. So like all that of the times unlikely. he shows a portrait? I think it's been approximately 100% of the time so far. So mm-hmm. <laughs> That was fun. I was looking under monsters and I was like, oh, he's not listed as a monster. <laughs> he's not a multi-armed Spoiler. Spoiler. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, he's listed as a villain. Oh, Come what on. The, he looks he looks delightful. Look at yeah. this guy. So a uh, big man, uh, or a short, wide man. Uh, he's got like a nice goatee. He's dressed uh, rather strangely, purple and green, uh, matching uh, with a jester's cap with little bells on the end of the tassels. And he c- comes out from behind the <gasps> counter. You and did not you. tell me the monkey was wearing a purple tutu. <laughs> We would have been here so much faster. <laughs> the, monkey appears to have, the monkey appears to have changed. Uh, oh, okay. It yes. dawned the purple so, tutu. Uh, welcome, friends, to the House of Blinsky, where happiness and smiles can be bought at bargain prices. Fantastic <sighs> deals. Perhaps you know a little child in need of joy? A little or, toy for a girl or a boy? Please. What about big children in need of joy? Big children are also welcome at Blinsky's House of Toys. Please, browse, let me know if I can help you with anything. We could buy a toy for Arabelle to help make her feel better after being kidnapped like that. That sounds I most think that would be generous. a nice thing to do. Yeah, some, some of my best customers are buying toys for kidnappies. 
Do you have anything for a girl who was almost thrown over into a lake from inside of a bag? Uh, and then was rescued by an octopus? What does she like? Octopi. Octopi. Let, let me look. <laughs> I give a high five to Broldish. <laughs> he goes off to uh, to rummage. Uh, he's looking around. The, the toy shop is very cluttered. Uh, it's one of those... Uh, classic things where it's like, is this a business or is this just a hoarder that has a storefront? <laughs> like stuff is stacked really high mm-hmm. and the aisles are really narrow and it's small. There's, and you know, there's, it, things look even more cluttered. Um, Blinsky says, just one minute. And he disappears into a back room to start looking for stuff. You hear the sound of like things being shifted around and maybe some yes. piles of toys collapsing. Uh, I look he's, around, he's looking uh, around the, the outer room as he's place. digging around the inner room. All right. Um, sure. Do you want me to just describe a toy that you find? Yes. Okay. And, uh, uh, the, uh, the, the monkey is here kind of, uh, hopping around, looking at you and trying to keep you entertained. Uh, the monkey does seem to have, uh, changed. The monkey is now wearing a, uh, a purple tutu. Um, so. The anti-theft monkey. Yes. Um. <laughs> Can I roll insight on the monkey? Yeah. <laughs> Is this monkey really as happy as it seems? I don't trust that monkey. Uh, that is a... 10. The monkey seems fully committed to great deals. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, Broldus, you're looking at the stuff just happens to be in front of you. There's all manners of toys in here, and it's, it's very weird. It, it, all, it primarily is things that it looks like uh, Blinsky himself probably constructed. It has a very handmade look to it. Uh, a lot of fine woodworking, though there's some, you know, mm. some uh, dolls and whatnot. And what happens just to be right in front of you um, on a shelf is there is a set of uh, wooden nesting dolls. Um, you know, so dolls with dolls inside of the dolls and each doll is mm-hmm. smaller. Uh, and as you're looking at them, you are kind of marveling at the craftsmanship. Uh, but the innermost doll uh, has the form of a, uh, a mummified corpse. Whoa. Fun for kids of all ages. I feel like that's somehow fitting. Does <laughs> yeah. anyone I mean, else want to be looking? Yes. Looking around? Creepy. I absolutely. Crucible will definitely be perusing the shelves for knickknacks. We're all going to find our own okay. spooky toys. Um, uh yeah, uh Crucible, you uh you're looking around and you find on the shelf near you, uh there is it appears to be a ventriloquist dummy uh carved out of wood that looks disturbingly like you. It's amazing. I never managed to find anything that resembles me. Things are always bears or designed as humans or elves, but mm-hmm. there are very rarely any warforged toys. Mm-hmm. It's like when you uh, you're poking places. around and you find a uh a wind-up uh, musical merry-go-round, uh, <gasps> but instead of the kind of horses going around the merry-go-round, it's snarling wolves chasing children um, that are running in panic. Why does it have to be wolves? Why does it have to be wolves? Um, Elevore, you're looking around, and oh, you find no. a, um, a headless doll that comes with a sack of attachable heads. They seem to be made of like a felt-like material. <laughs> Cool, it's cool, modular. Cool. It's uh, Mr. it's Felt got a nice head. little, it's got a little price tag on it. It's nine copper pieces. Oh, Does right. anyone else want to poke around? Yeah, Lena is you know standing with her arms crossed and like watching where he went out the back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about Arena? Is she uh, is she looking for anything or is she just standing? Um, Arena is is poking around. Uh, 
Arena holds up a doll that looks like a miniature version of her. She's like, this is creepy, right? Yes. yes. I found one creepy. of those as well. Huh. Is there one of me? There does not appear around. to be. And let's let's mm. be clear. The one of the one of uh Crucible, you know, it is a it is it is a mechanical man. Uh mm. the one that looks like Arena looks much more like Arena. Uh I Blinsky think- returns. Uh who who sent Blinsky back in there? Was it was it um Elevore? and Brildish. Mm-hmm. We both yeah. asked for Octopi. All right. B- Blinsky appears at the counter, and you know, there's a bunch of you there, so he's not paying too close attention, but he waves you over and he holds up um a uh, wooden and string uh, mobile, and he says, uh, "I do not know the the age of the little girl. This may not be the uh, the the uh, appropriate age, but it, it has octopus." And he shows you, and it's a, it's like a mobile, a mobile, mobile. How do you say that word? Yep, mobile. Yeah, mobile, mobile, like Mobile, Alabama. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So it's it's one that's in the form of an octopus with the you know the eight arms sticking out, and strangely hanging on little strings uh, below each arm. Uh, is a little bat. That's cool. And he shows you, he kind of, as he, he, he kind of bounces it and the little bat wings kind of pivot up and down, flapping. Ooh. See? Octopus. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I, I give not, you an not- excellent deal here at Blinsky's House of Toys and Bargains. Remember, is no fun, is no Blinsky. Uh, not quite the right age range. That's definitely sorry. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. yeah. What what she said. Yep. Yeah. Um. Thank you for looking, though. Um. Do you make all of these amusements yourself? I do. He he, he kind of. Looks How very are proud. you? Um. You know. You, it's they're very inspired. Where do you draw your your inspiration from? What is your muse? Uh, the world around me. Can oh, that kind of makes sense. I'm an artisan myself, um, Elavor says with absolute confidence. <laughs> and I just really think, you know, if, if uh, I, I could, I just want to hear about your process. Uh, uh, Blinsky is, is fun as Blinsky, you know, and, and I, I want to learn how you make this fun. If I can. Oh, where do ideas come from? It is a question that plagues all of us. But they come to me, some of them in the night, some of them by request. Uh, you know, I, I, I just, I want to make the good toys for the little girls and boys. What about this one? And Elevor holds up the doll with the detachable heads. Was this a request or just one that came to you in the night? No, that was my idea. It's fun, no? It's very, very fun. <laughs> I think, um, I think doll with head is fun. Doll with many heads is more fun, yes? Yeah, multiple heads, multiple fun. What about yes. the one that uh and he points to to Crucible and wants Crucible and sort of like does this to have Crucible hold up the toy that looks exactly like him. Uh what about that one? What's the inspiration there? Uh oh, you stay in Velaki before. I hear stories about you. That is that is true. It's that true. makes quite a bit of sense. I think I got pretty good, yes? <clears throat> yes, it's the likeness is remarkable. I I'm really quite taken with it. And what about this doll of that you can see bears a resemblance to this young woman here? She's never been in Velaki before. He uh, he turns to look at uh, Irina holding the Irina doll, and his face goes white. 
Ah. Uh, insight. <laughs> yeah. You look like you've seen a doll. insight too. <laughs> Uh, 23. Oh. 24. Oh. Is, ooh. I rolled a 20. Who's got a 25? <laughs> Do I Not hear me. 25? Uh, is coincidence maybe he is lying? Yeah. <laughs> All right. You I sense? Don't think, sense? I don't, is that how, is that, is that how <laughs> insight works? Does insight make you an empath? Um, you feel confident that he is lying and that he is terrified. I don't think that that is uh, a coincidence. In fact, I think it's a total not coincidence, and I think you should tell us what actually inspired it. Uh, and uh, intimidation uh, check. I am sorry. I am just realizing I have special order I have to put together, and shop must close uh, now. I apologize. I must ask you to leave and return another time. Uh, remember, Blinsky, when you think of deals and toys, uh, please leave. He starts uh, backing up toward the back room. Well, that is not very fun. Can we send Androdite to like block the door? Would that be something that Androdite would do? Yeah. Try, yeah, Androdite will go. It's kind of picture like the raptors in dress. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, what What does Androdite do? She's going to go uh, stand in front of the door. Not like snarling or anything, but just going uh, to stand and block it. The door to the shop or the back door to his back room that he's the, inching toward? The back door. All right. Uh, the door is open, so it's a doorway. Um, so Androdite goes there. Uh, Blinsky continues backing up. Blinsky is unaware of Androdite. Uh, I'm going to say Blinsky trips and falls over Androdite, uh, onto his back in the back room. I will walk over to the back room to help him up. All right. Um, Blinsky seems, uh, appreciative, but also terrified. Eh, uh, uh, thank you, thank you. Uh, you are a good customer. Uh, you come back later. I will give you a fantastic deals. Uh, Crucible, give me a quick perception check, because, you you know, you had to probably cross the threshold of the back room to, uh, see around. That's a 14. While he's doing that, I, I, like, sidle over to Irina, and I, uh, tell her... To put that in her, to put the doll in her bag. I don't think mm. anybody else should have this. Okay. Um, oh, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave so a point for it. Like uh, Crucible. You looked around. You you say you got a 14. I got 14. Yeah. Uh, so the back room is a mess. It looks like probably when he was looking for that uh, octopus mobile, he probably knocked a bunch of stuff over. But there is a a workbench just kind of around the corner from the doorway, and uh, there are several uh, dolls under construction on the work workbench. There's like a series of them, and they all clearly look uh, arena inspired. And uh, each of them is kind of like increasing levels of detail. They all appear look like they were probably made after the doll that Arena is already holding. Like, each of them looks more and more uncannily like Arena. It seems you have made a lot of these dolls that resemble our companion here. Uh, is, uh, special order is not something I can talk about. Is, uh, is, uh, client toy maker confidentiality? I'm uh, not sure that's a thing. Lena, is that a thing? <laughs> it, it is not a thing. And Lena enters the back room, mm -hmm. <laughs> just, like, walking straight by. <laughs> to begin searching for clues. So the uh, the back of the, the toy shop is is a mess, uh, but there are clearly, I'm going to say there's four dolls on the workbench. It looks like three have kind of been placed to the side and one is uh, under construction. And yeah, increasing each, they're kind of in order. It looks like he's been getting better and better at creating dolls that, that bear uh, Arena's distinctive features. What is your source material? Um... 
Is special is order picture? is not safe to talk about. Is there's an Im- important customer? Uh, I do not want trouble. I just want to make kids happy, you know. So a kid ordered this. I holler from the other room. Uh, <laughs> not exactly. Perhaps you could share with us more fully. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you want to roll something, Crucible? Uh, yeah. I'll try <laughs> yeah, my hand it's to called, pers- persuasion. It's called the dude you're trapped here. Tell us the secrets mm-hmm. check. Uh, yeah, what do I, what's, <laughs> that's very long. What is that have, one? That see, sounds like intimidate. Sure, sure, sure <laughs> sounds like intimidate to I'm me. I'm equally bad at those. I got a two. Crucible <laughs> <laughs> cannot be intimidating no matter no. how hard he tries. Here, uh, let me right. get you a chair. Sit down. How can I make you a cup of tea <laughs> while you tell us about this? <laughs> yes, right, that gonna... would be good. Thank you. Uh, uh, okay, so yeah, you set him down, and then I'm going to roll uh, for persuasion. Mm-hmm. All right, Blinsky, we all just want to have fun here, you know? Where we, oh, God, we it sounds so menacing. <laughs> we, we all just want to have fun. We all just want to have fun here, and it'd be a shame if uh, we lost the fun, that's for sure. Uh, no, no, I kid, I kid. <laughs> we just want to know, um, you know, what's up, what's going on here, and to, to get a little bit more information, because... We were just hoping to take a toy to a friend who could really use one. And frankly, uh, there are a lot more questions that need to be answered. And I don't think any of us are going to be leaving here until those questions are answered. Irina has poked her head into the back room and is uh, the dual site of you interrogating a toy master or toy maker. Uh, the dual site of you interrogating a toy maker and a workbench full of dolls that look like oneself and increasing... Um, <laughs> Versimilitude? Verisimilitude? Yeah, what Dan said. Um, (laughs) Is a little much for her. She's like, I do not like this place. Um, Blinsky is is flop sweating. Uh, I I do not want trouble. I tell you. Uh, Look, I do not want to do this. I do not even get paid for it. Um, There's a man... Is Ekstrasny, he works for the Burgermeister, he insists I do these, he says he he burned down my shop if I don't, he comes every month, he says the doll is not right, he gives me more directions, I make a new doll, every month he comes back, the doll is not done yet, he tells me to more details, and I just, I don't want to make these dolls anymore, but I do not want my shop to be burned down either. What was this name of, of this guy again? Isaac Strasny. Irina, do you recognize that name at all? I've never heard that name before in my life. Have I ever heard that name before? Lena, you would probably be familiar with the name Isaac Strozny. He is basically, you know, his job title is probably unclear. King Uh, Creep? Yeah, some (laughs) people might call him a henchman. Some people might call him an enforcer, thug, security guard. He is, you know, for lack of a better word, the heavy for the Burgermeister. Uh, Lena, you would particularly be familiar with him because he has a very distinctive um, feature. Uh, Isaac Strasny is a a large man known for carrying an axe, but he is also mainly known for his one large monster arm. That's right. I said monster arm. Uh, One of of, uh, Isaac Strasny's arms is gigantic compared to the rest of his body and kind of gnarled and bluish green and strange and you know maybe it's just a rumor but it's been said he can shoot fire out of it oh yeah oh. it's extrasny huh. he has a monster arm he was a real jerk in high school <laughs> yeah 
Um, he played I do lacrosse. not like that guy. I am not surprised that he's commissioning secret dolls of our yeah. friend. He, pl- and he played he lacrosse. And he has a monster arm. Yeah. What is, a where do these dolls arm? Where do these dolls go after they're created, Blinsky? Uh, sometimes Isaac takes them. Most of the time he says they, they is not good enough yet. Oh, so they need to be perfect before monster arm can take them. Does yes. I feel like we need to take these dolls. Mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm. And Does, I feel like we need to have when, a conversation with this monster arm When, when is Isaac's mm-hmm, next mm-hmm. delivery due? When will uh, he come by? Probably not for at least a week. Please oh. take the dolls. I do not like them. I do not want them. I feel good about this. Does <laughs> does he provide you with any sort of uh, likeness or information about it, or is it just sort of a verbal? He gives direction? me fe- feedback on the on the dolls. He provides me with not burning my house down. That is a valuable <laughs> service. Is there any sort of uh, paper threats that he's left, or is it all verbal? He's not a big writer, Isaac. He's. <laughs> uh, yes, that's right. The monster arm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's very difficult for him. His calligraphy is a little It's bit. true. Yes. Well, if he works for the Burgermeister and we were considering visiting the Burgermeister anyway, perhaps we could visit two birds with one visit. Christian doesn't like to violently stone birds. Yeah, thank yeah. you. <laughs> Monster wing. Um. Yep, I, I... I agree. I yep. concur. Is Piccolo okay? We're going to the- take these uh, dolls with us for sure. And we are going to pay you for them like good mm-hmm. citizens would do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If anyone asks, you rob me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Just can we have the monster arm discount is the question. <laughs> the monster arm discount is he he comes here and he breaks my stuff and he threatens to burn my house down. He has never paid me money. I don't think oh, we well want then that. No, we don't want that one. No, no, uh-huh. no, no. Uh, enemies Ooh. of the monster arm discount. <laughs> what, whatever you think is fair. How, how much do I think these are worth? I will I will pay out of my own. Uh... Maybe a couple gold a, a couple gold pieces would be extremely generous. Okay, then I'll give him one. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Blinsky is not in a place to negotiate. <laughs> All right, so we've grabbed the dolls. I'm I'm thoroughly creeped out and ready to go figure out what's going uh-huh. on. The yes. monkey darts over, grabs the coin out of your hand, Broldish, and rings it into the uh, uh, cash register. Cha-ching! <laughs> wow, that monkey does math. He's a he's a very good monkey. His name what is. What is Piccolo. the monkey's name? How about Piccolo. Piccolo. How, I've got to ask. How did you train that monkey? Uh, I did not train him. He came. He was trained when I was given to him. Hmm. Who gave him to you? Oh, this very kind gentleman. His name was Rictavio. He came to town a couple weeks ago. <laughs> of course. He said, "Is circus monkey is why so good." Cool. Oh, Story yeah. Checks out. Yep. That sounds like Rictavio. Yep. <laughs> a good man, that one. I I thought so. And a good monkey, it seems. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's not meaning to be rude, but uh, maybe you not hang out in my shop too long? Not people remember that you were here? We'll, Would you we'll like get us to going. leave through the back door? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll leave through the back door. That's sure. fine. Let's yeah. go through the back. And so you enter the haunted alley behind the Toymaker's shop. And so Ooh. you exit the haunted alley back to the main streets of Velaki. <laughs> uh, so, um, regarding the monster arm issue that we have learned about, um, 
I think that we probably don't want to overplay that hand right at oh, the start. Very good. Very uh, good. Oh, yeah. Yes, I know. <laughs> Elevor holds his hand up for a high five, but I doubt I'm going to get one. <laughs> uh, Lena's holding swords in both hands. So. I'll, I'll high Aiden's, five you. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Rolls and I high five. Uh, yep. If thing. if we want, we could arrange something later this week where when he comes to pick up his creepy doll, instead he finds us in the back room and uh, we beat him senseless. I did. I'm not it. sure I want to stay here for a whole week oh. just to do something that we could do pretty much anytime between now and then in a different location. Yeah. Well, that assumes we can find old monster. What arm. if when he comes back, he finds dolls that look like all of us? That would totally throw him for a loop. This is true. Anyway, Ford just putting it out like there. Um, he's with the Burgermeister, and the Burgermeister is with everyone in town. Oh, so that's a good point. Um, he's part of the power structure. That doesn't mean we can't beat him up, but it means that beating him up has consequences. Perhaps we could consequences. start by talking to him rather than resorting to violence immediately. Political consequences. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, uh, he's probably going to be alone somewhere at some point, you know, between, say, today and tomorrow. Wait, Roldish, are you <laughs> suggesting we attack him while he's using the restroom? <laughs> I hadn't actually thought of that, but now I am totally on board with that. <laughs> That's one I thing fantasy is lacking is restroom I breaks. A, <laughs> I am a vengeance paladin. This is my thing. <laughs> so you right have now, made a creepy doll <laughs> of our ward. <laughs> Yep, and the That's crime is to be beaten up while you are pooping. Well, it's it's more the the threatening to burn down a shopkeeper's place uh, and not paying him for the uh, the work on top of the creepiness. I feel the like creepy yes. doll work That's that he does. <laughs> yeah, you should at least reimburse someone for your creepy doll work. Just bare right? minimum. Yeah. yeah. So why don't we see? Why don't we head to the Boigemeister? And mm-hmm. do what we do, and if we see Monster Arm there, then we can start to formulate a plan for maybe tracking Monster Arm a little bit, yeah. getting Monster Arm all on their own. We uh, can feed him lots of fiber. Think, I do think it is important that we have Irina like wear a hood or a hat. <sighs> Very good idea. You are across the street from Hudzaras, a noted hood distributor in <laughs> how how uh very auspicious. auspicious yes i you know i there aren't a lot of businesses here that i am a uh proud customer of <laughs> but hoods are us and i go way back mm. you have one of their hoods members cards i yeah. do yes when, when you want to pass unnoticed Hoods are hoods us, are us. <laughs> so several seconds later arena emerges from hoods are us with a nice uh, color-coordinated hood. So Nice. To the Burgermeisters. Good. You look lovely. All right. I say. Uh, I'm just checking. And nondescript. I... You looked lovelyly nondescript. Yeah. Um, so you're going <laughs> to head south from the, um, the uh, toy shop. Uh, it seems like there's uh, some kind of commotion happening on the town square uh, that is not, it, you know, basically on the south side of town is the Burgermeister's Mansion, and about a block from that is uh, a place where several roads intersect and seems to serve as the, the town square in um, uh, in Vallaki. It looks like a crowd is assembling there. Uh, do you want to go there or just go direct to the Burgermeister's Mansion? 
Uh, I feel like we should probably figure out what's going on here. Yeah, okay. I'm fairly tall. Can I see over? I will defer to Lena. The crowd at all and see what's going on. Sure. Uh, it looks like you know there's a good twenty or thirty uh, uh, townsfolk kind of assembling. Um, and it looks like in the town square, the main kind of feature in the center of this town square, uh, there are several urchins uh, s- circulating, handing out flyers. Seems to be a lot of paperwork here in Velaki. Um, and uh, there are, is kind of a platform with several stockades on it. Um, and you recognize right away uh, Crucible. Uh, Bluto is uh, the, the man you uh, took off a boat yesterday, is in one of the stockades. Uh, there's several other people also um, who seem to be wearing like plastered animal heads um, who are in stockades and there's kind of a, a crowd assembling. It looks like someone is addressing the crowd uh, about the people in the stockades. We know that man. He's the one who took Ariana to the lake. Uh, well, I guess if he's in a stockade, he won't hurt anyone. Do you know, Lena, what the animal heads represent that is most strange lena the animal heads represent shame yeah okay, uh, that makes sense yeah so it's to humiliate them you know you put them in the stockade you heckle them you go on about their various crimes and misdeeds See. and you hear you hear a, a voice kind of booming out from the center of the square Friends, I am here to talk about their various ongoings and misdeeds. See, that's hmm. the... Ah, this, yes. This is the misdeeds portion. Yes. I see, I see. Ah, uh, we all know Bluto, and once again, he's been drinking too much, and so he will spend a day in the stockades, and surely this time he will learn his lesson. Isn't that right, Bluto? Bluto does, does not respond. But still, as for I, these fellows, and he, the, the, you assume that that is the uh, the, the animal head people. Yeah. It's it's hard to. Uh, I don't even know if you can tell necessarily who is talking. Crucible. You just know it's someone kind of at the center of the crowd. These people are guilty of a far greater crime, and so they will remain until the next festival, which I am proud to say is in three days. That is right. On the day of Saint Andal's feast itself, we will have. The Festival of the Blazing Sun. Come one, come all. Attendance is mandatory. And <laughs> all will be well. Oh, sorry, mandatory? Mandatory festivals? That sounds very... Velaki does this. You'll remember the wolf heads around the ah, perimeter yes. of the town. It, it's big on theme weeks. Uh, but- the, the urchins uh, seem to be circulating with... Uh, uh, flyers. Um, I only accept it, flyers from monkeys. It would be rude for at least not one of you to accept. I'll, uh, I'll accept a flyer. A flyer. Uh, they seem to be advertising the upcoming festival of the blazing sun. How uh, does one celebrate a- this festival? Uh, by attendance. I am attempting to share this with you. I don't know if it's working. I'm seeing the rain or shine. Yeah. yeah I okay. See it. Attendance so, and children. And children. <laughs> That's why I don't like this at all. All will be well, says the voice <laughs> at the center of the crowd, and the uh, the people kind of mutter back, all will be well. There's some nervous laughter. Um, and the voice says again, shame them! And there's there's some kind of half-hearted throwing of old fruit at the uh, at Pluto and uh, the other people in the stockades. Uh, the crowd is kind of uh, dispersing a little bit, and you see moving through the crowd um, 
I will share this with you as well. I'm just giving you lots of paperwork today. Um, Lena, you would recognize on site uh, the Volakovich family. That is yeah. Baron. Uh, what is his first name? I should know this off Jerry. the top of my head. No. Jerry uh, Volakovich. <laughs> no. Jerry. It's Jerry uh, Volakovich. Man, you think I'd learn never to me- not have a name. <laughs> Baron Vargas Volakovich, uh, cra- clad in crimson robes. Uh, his wife is by his side. He has two large, gloomy-looking mastiffs uh, flanking him. And not too far behind him is a man with a monster arm carrying an axe. <gasps> Vargas Velakovich Iz- Wait, what is his name? Izik? Izik Strazny. Yeah. All will be well, friends. And they, they seem to be making their way uh, toward the Burgermeister's mansion. That's the guy we have to feed fiber to. Yeah, see the monster arm? Mm. Wow, that's, you weren't kidding. That's what I was talking about before with the arm. The story Boy, that is checks a monster out. Arm. Yeah. So uh, my concern was that we make sure that uh, Bluto couldn't hurt anyone else but he is in the stockade overnight, which is probably better than anything I can do. So, um, but all we things know being that the his misdeeds were not the result of his drinking, but we suspect those pastries that he ate. This seems like it may not actually solve the problem. Well, it won't solve the root cause, certainly. But all things being equal, I would prefer not to talk to the Burgermeisters unless we absolutely have to. Does he still look like he's all glassy-eyed? Does Bluto still? No, he looks uh, sleepy and, you know, relatively good spirits for someone who's in a stockade, I would say. Yeah. Maybe we should go and talk to him. Uh, so we can go, it, I guess, check on him. Yeah. There's yeah I, was a, I mean, say. there's people loitering around the uh, the town square. There are uh, several guards kind of standing um, near the people at the stockade. Um, but yeah, I mean... You can do whatever you want. I mean, we can also, like, you know, pretend to be shaming him and then also ask him questions. Yeah. Yeah. You can totally do that. Especially if you coordinated, uh, you know, you have a a group. Some of you could be shaming. Some of you could be questioning. You're a fool. Wink. You are smelly. Drinking too much is bad. Uh, Lena bends over and looks into his eyes and says, do you remember trying to throw a child into the lake? Meanwhile, uh-huh. Brilish is standing a little bit away going, shame on you for boozing. I'm not very good at this. I feel like I shouldn't <laughs> say this, but that does seem really familiar. But that's yes. not the kind of thing I would do. I mean, I like fishing and I like drinking. I don't know why I would throw someone in a lake. Do you remember eating some sort of pastry? Yeah, I eat a lot of those. Where do you Maybe. get that? <laughs> You're about to say, why? There's an old woman who comes to town. They're really good, guys. They make me feel like things are going to be okay. Like, warm and tingly. They're really the, the best. Do you have any? They will make you murder children. That doesn't sound right. <sighs> Shame! Who else, in, who <laughs> else enjoys these past pastries? I don't, I don't know. Like, an old woman comes with a cart from outside of Valaki, so maybe maybe she's from Kresk? Or Little Barovia? No, no, I know where she's from. 
Shame. You need to stop eating these. I mean, I don't want to hurt anyone. You will I, hurt people. And I guess I could use the money for drinking. Yes. Yes. That sounds much preferable. <laughs> yes. This so, is a compl- complicated story, people. Yeah. yeah. So for the next 24 hours or so, just think about how delicious booze is and how much a refreshing drink could really hit the spot. Wow. This is not where I thought my day was going. Yeah. <laughs> I guess okay. it's good. You've got this little detox uh, going on right now. Yeah. I mean, it's a different talk. Glad I'm not those guys. He says kind of to the, to the extent you can use body language while in a stockade to yeah. nod your head in the direction of the people with uh, plaster donkey heads on them. Do you know who those people are? Uh, yeah. Uh, I think that's the, uh, the shoemaker and that's his son. What did they, they must do? Have, they must have said something bad about the festivals. That's like the worst thing you could do here. Yeah. Are the festivals oh. not fun? They are not. Not like I pastries. Assume. Am I right? <laughs> Shame. <Love this>. Shame. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, uh, you just stay here. Have a nice day, says Crucible. He pats that was- him on the head. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You stay here. You say to the man in a wooden stockade. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you around, Pluto. <laughs> nice meeting you. Bye. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> As we wander away from the the plaza, I, Crucible will look at the rest of the group and say, "I think we need to do something about those pastries. Perhaps we should make another visit to the windmill." Can I burn it down yes. this time? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, just remember, the birds are going to call at us, so, you know... Well, perhaps miss- they are alerting us simply to the presence of uh, evil, evil. windmills. Just of windmills. They're windmill alert birds. <laughs> Attention, this is a windmill. Caw-caw! Birds <laughs> love wind. <laughs> windmills this windmills is a windmill kill alert. birds. So maybe that was the Caw-caw. thing. Like, birds, birds are not <laughs> yes, fond of windmills because... They're like anti air, anti wind power. Yeah, I mean, not nearly as <laughs> oh many. Like wind, uh, windmills don't kill nearly as many birds as cats do. It's like an order of magnitude more, but some, some also people. clean windows kill birds. Yep. How many windmills do cats kill? <laughs> <laughs> Probably a few. Cats Hold are on, tough. let me do the. Yeah. I need to do the conversion there. Um, yeah. It's Electrum. Uh, yeah, what if they're Electrum birds? Four point seven Electrum for every yeah. gold cat bird. But they're what if they're Imperial cats? Oh uh, shoot! <laughs> this is what people tune in for. Um, I don't have that chart. <laughs> so, I, I definitely agree that we can't stop every pastry eater from murdering children individually. We really yeah. have to go to the, to the root pastry <laughs> source. Uh, would it be helpful for your characters to just do a quick little? Uh, it's been a you know an exciting couple of days. You have had various things cross your paths just to remind yourself of some of the kind of you you maybe even need to start making a to do list. Um, Who knew there'd be so much project management and adventuring? Sorry, Jane, Um, of what things you wish to investigate or all the way to solve slash deal with. Monster arm. Monster arm. Mm -hmm. Monster arm. Windmill. 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 Windmill Windmill pastries. pastries. Yes. Which is. Which. That's. Whoa. Whoa. Sorry, hags. Hags. Yeah. Um, Um, 
Surprise! I'm surprised that uh, floating face outside window at night hasn't gotten higher up yeah, on the list. Yeah, there was floating that. face. About that. That's just—it's uh, a thing that happened. Floating face outside window. Keep, keep looking for faces um, floating outside of windows. Yeah. Keep watching the faces. <laughs> uh, we we have some leads on the underwater buried place full yep. of ghosts. <laughs> Sounds great. Sounds the Abbey. The Abbey. And any more chances to talk to Ricky? <laughs> he's, yes. right, he's right back at the Blue Water Inn. So, uh, Lena, um, I'm going to say that you would probably even, just, just so you know, if you choose to, uh, 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 because you would know the world of Barovia, Big Barovia. Right. Um, I think that you know that the, the, the town that has been described is probably somewhere, I think it is described as being south of Valaki, right? Right. Um, you have not passed a turnoff in the roads that go south of Valaki yet. So that, that suggests that it must be somewhere that you'd have to travel west and then go south. Yeah. Um, the town of Kresg is obviously pretty far to the west. Um, yeah. And the uh, windmill is back to the east a little bit. And what else has been discussed? There's also the Vistani camp, which I think you were technically owed a reward from at some point. Um, which is just, you know, on the edge of town. Uh, yeah. I for- Sorry, I forget. Rictavia's was- house. Rictavia has mentioned that he yeah, has... the tower, yeah. Yeah, he's got a tower on, he said, on a lake <laughs> west of here. So there not Lake Zarovich, which is north of here. A, lake. a lot of geography yeah. in this game is what I'm saying. It's all <laughs> great. Uh, we could go and uh, debrief with the Vistani, then mm. backtrack to the uh, windmill. Sounds they might want useful. to help us. True. True. And maybe they would know something about the uh, daily habits of the uh, fellow with the monster arm. Oh, yeah. Perhaps they might have Possible. more information about the windmill as well, since mm-hmm. they are outside of the town. They, they aren't usually allowed into the city, so yeah, they might you know not know as much about his habits. Ah. But they do travel, so they might know more about the creepy... And we now know that there are multiple women living in the windmill, not just the one. So what will you deal with today? Today in this session, not today. You still have many hours left in the day in the game. <laughs> yeah. Shall uh, we... Do we want to go to the Vistani? Yeah. Yeah, I think that sounds so. good idea. Yeah. Okay. So uh, you head out through the gates. The gates are just open with people coming and going. Well, yeah, we never actually uh, did but... get a toy to give to Arabelle. You, I think I mean, that's okay. We do we have, have several toys on our person, but I wouldn't. Is there one that really does not look at all like? Uh, Wait, like actually, Elevor pulls out his felt one that he got with the multiple heads, and mm. he just attaches. Wait, one did of you the steal heads. that doll? Oh no! Did you? We buy all gave that money doll? to. We all gave money to the to the dude. I think there may have been an accounting discrepancy here in terms of, you know. I so. think that one of us gave one gold to compensate him for the spooky-ass Irina dolls. You, yeah, several dolls were taken. In, so look, I, I can make that. So Elavor, I'm just saying you, you don't did, ever receive you, for that no, Well, Tony, you did give oh. him an actual price. So it was yes. nine So pieces. I can spend an hour and use my channel divinity to basically create a non-magical item, any non-magical item out of, out of metal. So to, that build. doesn't like disappear in 24 hours no, or something. It's real. No, I'm actually okay. I'm, I'm just a... saying you're not you're not giving a child a toy that's gonna like evaporate <laughs> at sundown. <laughs> that would be so sad. <laughs> Jerk. Uh, man, Barovia is a sad place. <laughs> so, 
Um, it's magic. <laughs> all right. So you walk over to the Vistani camp. It's outside of town. The guards kind of wave you past the gates. There seems like there's no questions for people leaving uh, uh, Valaki. And along the way, uh, Crucible is constructing a small toy for a child. Crucible, what are you building? It has to be made out of metal, you said? Uh, yeah, it does have to be because I'm a, I'm a devotee of the Smith God. All right. Do you want to tell us what it looks like, or you, you, you yeah, it is. Why do you make that a fidget spinner? <laughs> a fidget spinner octopus. Yes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, an, it's a fidget spinner in the shape of an octopus. Wow. Oh I my god, I want one so bad. That's gonna be our merch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> and so there's not a lot of foot traffic coming and going from Velaki, but you know the path well uh, back to the Vastani camp. Uh, you make your way into camp. Uh, there are some Vistani kind of guarding the edge, uh, but it seems like you're maybe not expected, but at least recognized and kind of waved in. And it looks like the Vistani had a pretty good celebration on the return of Arabelle, because uh, the kind of the main tent is uh, littered with uh, drunken, sleeping Vistani who are, you know, have had a celebration of the safe return of the child of their leader. Um you had previously met uh, in the Vistani camp uh, the leader of the Vistani of this particular encampment, not of all Vistani, but this, these Vistani. And his name is Luvash. Is that true? Luvash. Sounds right. right. Uh, sorry. Yes, Luvash <laughs> and his brother Aragal and his daughter Arabelle. So that seems a little confusing as far as names go. Uh, <laughs> Luvash is kind of uh, half awake, half asleep, sitting on kind of a crude wooden throne. Uh, inside the tent. Luvash, how fares your daughter? She is good. It is a good thing you have done for the Vistani. For that, you will be remembered. Not like my stupid brother. He kind of waves, and you see uh, uh, Aragal kind of slumped in the corner. He seems to have uh, two black eyes and an arm in a sling. Ooh. Justice is harsh in this camp. We take, uh, we take imperiling child seriously among the Vistani. As well should. Fair. <laughs> but you, you have shown much kindness to us. A, a kindness seldom do the Vastani see here. Uh, are you are staying in the town of Valaki? Indeed. Mm -hmm. uh, well, I hope they treat you better than they treat us. I believe you are... Uh, uh, you, I, I promise that you would be well compensated for, for your assistance. Did I not? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, do you wish to receive your award now or later? It depends on what it is. I will give you a choice from our uh, wagon of treasures. Oh, no. Is it going to be... Uh, you don't have creepy toys in there, do you? Is it great deals? No toys. <laughs> no, it's mainly things of material wealth. Oh, we oh, like those. well, fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, you know, I figured that would be what you would want, right? Some <laughs> gold. Crucible starts to say, no compensation is necessary Never. for simply doing their... And I imagine <laughs> Lena's left hand goes over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, you, you know, people should get paid for doing a good job. That is, a, that is what the Vistani say. Listen, in Barovia, not a lot of people offer you a, a pick from a treasure wagon. So <laughs> you don't pass it up. And Thank uh, you. Let, me, uh, let me just mention this. Uh, a message arrived, I think sometime last night. It says to, uh, you know, from the man up on the hill. You know who I talk of? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he asked me to keep an eye on you. I think maybe I haven't read that message yet. And you take your treasure, and I forget you were here. Mm. 
That, that would sounds be... like a incredible deal. <laughs> I like it. Although we do have a gift for Arabelle as as well that we would like to leave before we before we go. You are too kind. He kind of uh, yells, and Arabelle kind of emerges from behind the uh, um, the throne where she appears to be playing with a doll, um, <laughs> a much cuter and more fun doll. <laughs> <laughs> she is very excited for this fidget spinner. Yeah, so uh, <gasps> a crucible produces it and shows her how it spins, and then offers it. You are here. you are not like most of the travelers we have here in 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 Barovia, big Barovia, probably little Barovia too. Here, let us walk. He uh, he kind of uh, lightly whacks um, his brother Aragal on the on the head, and uh, he he's he, uh, Luvash is carrying uh, Arabelle under one arm, and she's playing with the fidget spinner, and the three of them walk with you over to a uh, to a covered wagon. So uh, we are also hoping that you may have some information on a. Uh, Group of strange women that mm-hmm. peddle dangerous treats. I I know these women. They live in the windmill. Yes. 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 Those are the ones. We have reason to believe that those treats are quite dangerous, and I would not recommend any of your kind to partake of them. That is, uh, I believe this too, and that is what I have told my people for for many times. And those that uh, do not heed it, well, they are not around anymore. Uh, so uh, uh, Aragal leads the way uh, with with uh, his brother and his his daughter uh, over to a um, kind of substantial looking uh, covered wagon, uh, but it's all covered with it's built out with wood and even has a lot of like metal framing to it. And there's two heavy padlocks on the door, one on the left and one on the right. And he's got like a uh, Aragal pulls out from his, uh, uh, his under his shirt. He's got like a, a key on a little chain, and he elbows. Uh, uh, Luvash, who pulls out a separate one, and they go to unlock the two locks to the uh, to the big door on the wagon. Oh, it's like self destruct. There's missiles <laughs> yeah. in that wagon. Turn yeah. exactly the same time. <laughs> this is uh, this is where we keep all of the things that uh, that we have the Vastani have found along the way. Is that we have been paid for services rendered, and uh, all of our riches are here. But it is it is only fair that I share some of this uh, some of this with you. Uh, and so he uh, he opens up the uh, the door to the wagon, and there's some pretty nice fancy stuff in here. I'm just gonna say, like, just kind of casting your eye around, you see a a big uh, wooden chest that's just full of coins. Uh, there's another kind of iron box that uh, looks like it's got some coins in it as well. Surprising number of boxes of coins in here. Uh, <laughs> there's a jewelry box that looks like it's uh, relatively valuable and has some small jewels and a, and some kind of potion sitting in it. Um, there is a wooden throne with gold inlay and decorative stones just kind of like on its side in the wagon. Uh, and there's a rolled up uh, area rug that looks fancy. Rugs are fancy in Dungeons and Dragons. And then uh, kind of in the center of all of this kind of uh, mess of, of prizes that they have accumulated, uh, there is a small wooden box. It's got kind of like little velvet uh, dividers with uh, 12 uh, potions and there's like some little straw kind of packed in around them. Um, and there's like there's like fancy writing on the lid, which is open to that. Um, and uh, uh, Aragal basically says, uh, you know, you should uh, you should take your pick. I think any of these would set you up well. Thank you very much. 
I think that rug oh. would really tie the room together. <laughs> he uh, he is uh, he's gonna kind of uh, step aside, and I think the the idea here is you get to, uh, one of these of your pick. Uh, probably I don't know if this is just a math question of the most valuable or the most transportable or. Uh, if there's other things you're looking for so in there terms was a, of a reward. Th- there was a throne, a box of potions, a rug. And jewelry two boxes box. of a, a jewelry box and two boxes of um money, though they look kind of one is like a big wooden chest. Yeah, I don't want to carry and one a is a small iron box of coins. An iron box. Um and probably why don't there's there's a bunch of these things. Why doesn't each of you um Basically, try and uh, approximate the value of uh, each of these things, and then you can decide which of them you want to uh, uh, to uh, to take. So, um, why don't we? We'll do it in the order I introduce you. Uh, pick a thing, and maybe I don't know. Do you think that's just a perception check? And I'll give you some kind of information based on that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Erica, what do you want to look uh, at? I am. Erica is most interested in the potions, but Breldish is more interested in the throne because it's just weird. So, all right, <laughs> Breldish, give me a quick perception check on that throne. All right, that is fifteen. So it's a big wooden throne with gold inlay and some decorative stones, and you know you think that'd probably be worth a good seven hundred and fifty gold pieces if you could sell it at the right place. It is a big wooden chair you'd need to lug around until then. Yeah, I, I don't actually want to take um, it. I was just very curious to examine it. Yeah. Imra, what, what catches your eye? The jewelry box. All right. Give me a quick perception check. Um, that's a 20, not natural. All right. You know that that Onyx jewelry box, it just the box itself is probably worth 250 gold pieces. Um. The jewelry inside it is probably, it looks kind of cheap, but probably each item in there is probably worth about 50 gold pieces. There's about six of them. You can do the math on that because I won't. Um, <laughs> and it's hard to say what there is an unlabeled um, potion in the, uh, in, in, the, uh, in the jewelry box. It's in kind of a fancy crystal vial. Um, seems like probably it wouldn't be like... You know, you know the way to test a potion. I don't know if that is necessarily being. I think. I think if you taste the potion, you buy it. In the this context, okay. So, all right. So that's about five hundred and fifty gold pieces for that. All right, Micah, or sorry, Elavor, which catches your eye? How do I do this random? Can I like pick a number between something and something? Yeah, that's how. Roll me a d six, and I'll give you. I'll give you a thing. All right, perfect. And then give me your perception check. Ooh, okay. All right, I rolled a three, and mm. for perception, uh, 15. All right. You know, that rug, it's a nice big 10-foot square area rug. It's got like an exquisite unicorn motif woven into it. That's got to be worth at least 750 gold pieces, right? Holy crow moly. But okay. it's a big rug that you'd have to But carry. it's a big old rug. But it'd be so Crucible. comfortable to sleep on, like as we're- Would be good to block windows. Yeah. True, true. That's <laughs> yeah, true. We might need that. Uh, Behold guess- our unicorn <laughs> vampire intruder. <laughs> uh, I was looking at the box of potions and I rolled a 25. Uh, you look at the uh, the box of potions and uh, you got a 25. Um, you know what? They look fake. They look worthless. And uh, uh, our, uh, our, our I keep getting him mixed up with his... Uh, um, Wait, no, it's Luvash, Luvash is the, is the, the leader. leader. 
Luvas is the leader. Luvas sees you looking at them and is like, mm, he gotta, gives you a like, I don't know if you want those. Um, we sell those to the tourists. Uh. <laughs> Good eye. Yes. And uh, Lena, what catches your eye? Uh, unnatural 20 on, I think the thing that's remaining is the little box of coins. I think, uh, let's see, there's a big wooden chest that no one has poked around at. There's a smaller iron box, and I think I've described everything else. Okay, let's do the small iron box. All right, the small iron box, uh, you know, it looks pretty heavy. It's got 650 gold pieces in cash in it, so, which is, you know, and the iron box itself, a little heavy. Can I look at the wooden chest? Does Arena, yeah, maybe sure. Arena wants to look at the wooden chest. Yeah. Arena flips up. Thank you for reminding me that Arena's there. I have a hard time managing the number of NPCs. So <laughs> a lot. Please, like, do not hold back with doing that. I Arena, rolled a 17 for her. Arena flips open the iron chest, uh, the wooden chest. The wooden chest is quite big, and she is, like, kind of, like, like moving her hands here because there is just coins. There is a good uh, 1,200 electrum Um but she oh, kind of she no. picks them up and kind of puts them back down and as you see you see that there's kind of a strange face on the coins Rare a strange electrum? face is it yeah. can we can we take a peek at that sure face? lena you want to grab one of the coins as they fall through yeah. uh, arena's hands <laughs> yeah hold it up yeah. Oh no, you know it's what? the strudel duke, isn't it? Sure sure looks a little bit familiar to a face you saw on the window. Why? <laughs> oh no. And this is where we end! Chain rattle, chain rattle, Electrum, chain it, rattle. So, so Elec- it, it's six hundred gold. gold. Yeah, yes. yeah. No, we end with the face being creepy. We don't end with a discussion <laughs> math, of conversion math. rates. Math is pretty scary so, too. So I'm thinking, what the is rug, the actual right? value of Electrum? What's better, a box or a chest? What's better, or a, rug a unicorn or a, rug? A unicorn <laughs> rug or, or, or a, ch- a chair that you're gonna have to carry around for four hundred miles? Unicorn rug. Answer the questions such as these. Tune in next time for Total Party Kill. A Lisa Frank rug or a yeah. chair? <laughs> you well, guys, what if we put the I'm, chair on the rug? Mm-hmm. You guys, we have a pony. We can take this rug. That's true. I think the rug, I think the rug How much was bad. it again? I, I forgot to write 750. 700 or 50? Yeah, okay, I, I will tell you that there's not a huge variety in the value of these things. It probably has to do with more just what your eye would be drawn to. And Unicorn. What you want to Unicorn. It's a flying carpet. It's yeah, not a flying carpet. I wouldn't be drawn to a unicorn rug. So once yeah. we get a priest to bless it, it'll fly. That's <laughs> I am a priest. Is that how that works? I don't yeah. think I don't know. No one else. Maybe we just need the right kind of priest. <laughs> I mean, unicorns are like symbols of purity. Uh-huh. Not so usually, maybe not, not usually flight. You're thinking of a Pegasus rug, Micah. <laughs> well, oh, I'm thinking it. maybe like the vampire wouldn't want to, <laughs> to like cross uh, a unicorn. Unicorn. My one weakness. You know what? You know what? <laughs> Lena. Lena? 
Lena, you rolled that bad vampire roll. You definitely yeah. believe that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Unicorn Threshold is the name of my ska band, and it is also the, the tool that we'll use to keep Strahd von Strudelduke from getting to us. I like that Lena believes a unicorn horn is basically a stake, and it's like... Mm. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. If you get them, like you work. get them. <laughs>